This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to TechCrunch Daily News, a roundup of the top tech news of the day. Brought to you by Acquia, the open digital experience platform that enables organizations to build, host, analyze, and communicate at scale through websites and digital applications. As the trusted open source leader, Acquia uses adaptive intelligence to produce better business outcomes for CX leaders. Learn more at acquia.com. A-C-Q-U-I-A acom Apple's Phil Schiller discusses the recent Hay controversy, Facebook removes Trump ads, and we launch a major new project at Extra Crunch. Here's your Daily Crunch for June 19, 2020. First up, in an interview with TechCrunch, Apple's Phil Schiller says their position on the Hay app is unchanged and no rules changes are imminent. Schiller told TechCrunch, Sitting here today, there's not any changes to the rules that we are considering. There are many things that they could do to make the app work within the rules that we have. We would love for them to do that. The interview came after several days of public scrutiny of Apple's handling of the Hey app. After an initial approval, the founders of developer Basecamp took to Twitter to note that an update had been repeatedly rejected. The core dispute was over the fact they're not offering an in-app purchase for the full service while they are offering it on the Hey website. In advertising tech, Facebook has removed a cluster of incendiary Trump campaign ads featuring a Nazi symbol. The campaign's ads attacked Antifa, the decentralized anti-fascist movement and a frequent target of the president's ire, with imagery of an upside-down red triangle, a well-documented symbol worn by political prisoners held in Nazi concentration camps. In venture capital, we're rebuilding the VC industry by finding better data on who writes first checks. It's an ambitious headline for an ambitious extra crunch project that we're calling the Tech Crunch List. To create this list, we're asking founders to share information on which investors wrote the first checks into their companies. To read this article, an extra crunch subscription is required. Next up, what should you expect from Apple's WWDC 2020? The biggest rumor leading up to the event so far is Apple's long-discussed shift to its own in-house ARM processors, moving away from a decade-plus dependence on Intel chips. This would mark another key step toward silicon independence for the company. The keynote kicks off Monday, June 22nd at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time. 
Online events will follow for the rest of the week. In funding news, DoorDash has confirmed that it is raising approximately $400 million in a Series H round of funding, although IPO timing is unclear. DoorDash, the popular American food delivery company, has aggressively raised capital throughout its life, including a huge Series G in late 2019 that valued it nearly $13 billion. New investors, Durable Capital Partners and Fidelity, led the round, along with what the company described as existing investors, funds, and accounts advised by T. Rowe Price Associates. In enterprise news, three years ago, Intercom announced that it was bringing former Intuit exec Karen Peacock on board as COO. Today, she got promoted to CEO, effective July 1st. Current CEO and company co-founder Owen McCabe will become chairman. Prior to joining Intercom, Peacock was SVP at Intuit, where she ran small business products that included QuickBooks and grew it from a $500 million business to a hefty $2.5 billion during her tenure. And finally, in the last couple of weeks, many tech companies have announced plans to make Juneteenth an official holiday for employees or recognize the day in some other way. Jack Dorsey, CEO of Square and Twitter, was the first major tech CEO to announce that Juneteenth would be a paid holiday for employees. Since then, companies like Facebook, Google, Amazon, Uber, and Lyft have announced their own respective plans to commemorate the day. And yes, TechCrunch is one of the companies that recently decided to make Juneteenth a holiday. That's all for today. Check back weekday afternoons for more from TechCrunch or go to TechCrunch.com. To hear everything you need to know about the week's top stories in tech from the people who wrote them, check out the TechCrunch podcast, hosted by me, TechCrunch Managing Editor Daryl Etherington. Each week we go in-depth on two or three of the week's top stories from in and around the startup ecosystem, and I'll be joined by the TechCrunch experts who covered them. They tell us why the news is so important and what they think matters most to you, our listeners, whether you're just interested in tech or that's where you make your living. New episodes drop every Saturday morning, so be sure to subscribe to the TechCrunch podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.